What's up, everybody? Welcome back to No Apologies Podcast, where we do keep it real all the way 100. Of course, you got myself, Zay. You got myself. <laughs> no, you don't got myself. You got myself, Zay. You got B over here. And of course, always on the track, you got Dr. J. I do want to give a shout out to Hooligan Customs with a K. Also, check her out on Facebook. Use the code No Apologies Podcast to get 10, <clears throat> 10% off of your order. Definitely hit her up. Check what she's got going on. Vinyls, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, whatever you need, she's got it for you. Definitely don't forget to check out Quincy on uh, Twitch at NyquilisTwitch.tv.chat. <laughs> there you are. Chat. Check him out on Twitch, guys. He's he's real good at his shit. He is, uh, he's official. Drop some money towards him. No, f- never mind. Drop some money towards him. No apologies. <laughs> And uh, check them out again on Twitch at nightquillist, uh, twitch.tv. We do appreciate everybody that listens. Stay tuned. Buckle up for the ride. Hey, yo, just hang back and relax and follow me. We speak that. And every one of your problems are calling me. We eat that. Give me all of your feedback and follow me. We eat that. Right back into your face. No apologies. Sorry, not sorry. No apologies. Sorry, not sorry. No apologies. Sorry, hey. not sorry. Maybe the world's on to me. When they come around, we're only saying no apologies. What's up? What's going on with everybody? What's going on with you over here, Dr. J? Not much. Just chilling. Just chilling. Always Why chilling. Why didn't you ask me first? Because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> you're just That's what's up, Jay's over here always chilling. How's your, your dog doing good? Yeah. Your horse? Yep. For, you, the, for those of you that don't know, he owns a... a um, it's a pony. Yeah, it's, it's a not that big. pony. He, he is as big as a pony. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that there's a saddle out there that would actually fit him. <laughs> <laughs> those of you that ride horses, let us know what a good saddle is. Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of dog is he again? English Mastiff. An English Mastiff dog. His paws are bigger than my thigh. It's fucking huge. <laughs> I mean, you are skinny, bro. I don't know if you're that skinny, though. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, As your thighs that, like, support your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They that, they, they that big. Okay. <laughs> Relativity is a mystery to everyone. We'll, we'll post a picture on our IG of his dog's paws. And what to your thigh? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, this thing is walking on stilts. All right. All right. Sorry. That was too easy. <laughs> anyway. I'm glad your dog's doing good. Clearly, he's got a lot of a lot of people that uh, support him out here, saddles and whatnot. Fans everywhere. <laughs> what's uh, what's going on with you over here, B? Looking swell. Swell. Yeah, doesn't that mean well? No, I was actually wondering um, because the last time that we were talking, um, I believe on the last podcast, maybe it was the one before. Uh, James, your dog doesn't like going into the the cage anymore, right? <laughs> so fuck that. Like, I'm not. Nope. 
So what, what do you do? I mean, what happened to where he just changed his mind? To where I'm trying like, to figure that out too. <laughs> it balls dropping. Always like, routine in the morning. Get the treat after I feed him. Hey, gotta go to bed. Take the treat to his cage. He runs in like a fool. Takes the treat. That's it. The next day, exact opposite. Sits down. Fuck that. I'm not going nowhere. I'm, I'm not, not going this. in this cage. Uh, got me fucked up. And the the neighbors were like watching a, a movie about prisons, and he could overhear that through the wall. He's like, "I live in a prison. I'm not going back. I don't care. It's a treat. I can live without it. I'll get one another day. Pretty much, he'll give me one outside of the cage one of these days. I know. You know what? Leave me out. I'll go get it myself. I know. How do you grow hands to open up the cupboard? I'm surprised he hasn't done that yet, though. Oh, oh, his name is Tyson, right? No, nope. Zeus. Hercules. Tyson. 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 Zeus. 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 Tyson. 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 Okay. Zeus. Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, glad you guys are doing good. You said you were doing good. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad that now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of sad that his dog isn't one of the bosses in God of War. <laughs> Have you seen God of War 3? Stop trying, bro. <laughs> I just remember seeing a book at King Supers about it. <laughs> hey, so my joke, I just wanted you guys to know that that was a really funny joke that some people hopefully out there will get. The whole God of War reference as, you know, his his dog being a boss. That that would be funny. Please give me a shout out on Twitter. Let me know that I'm not crazy. He's crazy. Hey, no, let at NAC Brandon on Twitter. Hit me up. Hit him up. Hit him up. Hit him up. Bang him the up. line. Bang it. Send me a district manager. Oh, God. A DM. <laughs> You're the first person to DM him and be like, it's direct message. He will. Uh, we'll we'll figure out something, but <laughs> we'll, we'll like, give you a shout out on the podcast. We'll give you a, a straight shout out on the podcast, and just know that if you do DM me like tonight, I probably won't see it until like August. <laughs> <laughs> just full disclosure. So. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> do, you know, do you even know how to check that? No, like man, Twitter's so confusing with the four buttons. I know I just said it's just four buttons, but. And confusing, huh? And confusing. It's it's like the home button, but the home button doesn't take you to your page, and then like the profile does like oh gives you like a couple God. options. It's like this is the most confusing crap. Like who uses Twitter anyways? Everybody, everybody, literally. Is is supposed to be? Uh, you guys are just supposed to be at. Uh, nobody pays attention to Twitter, but. Uh, you that, just had to disobey what was in my mind and how I want reality to work. <laughs> It's okay. So, so <laughs> disappointed. I know time is a mystery, and the things that you expect can be so unexpected. And when you get them, you're like, ah, I hate you guys. Do you think? No, you know what? I don't think it. Time. I wish you can get time back sometimes. Does that make sense? Like, like as can a we, refund? Yeah. Like Walmart. Yeah. 30 day warranty. I wasted well, <laughs> I wasted 30 seconds. I bought this stupid movie. 30 and day warranty. I wasted two hours. I want my money back and I want my two hours back. I'm returning this movie today. Money and my time. Thank you. Money and time. 
Money is time. Money and time. Anyway, um, got our topics for today. We got uh, defunding the police mm-hmm. and church. Ooh. You know. Trigger warning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and before we even started, I do want to throw out there, we are not preaching to anybody. We are not telling you what to believe in. Again, like I always say, it's our own personal beliefs. There's nothing or or there's nothing or anything that we can do to to change your mind. If we do in a good way, awesome. Like don't don't take any of this to, to heart. As they say, if the shoe fits, tighten that son of a gun up and wear it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Son of a gun. And anybody out there that, I mean, as far as the trigger warning go, I did want to say this. It's like, just know that these are just opinions that are mixed. Uh, we're not all coming from the same background. Please have an open ear to absolutely everything that we have to say because there's people, there's more people like us out in the regular world. And so these are the things that we're saying that you need to listen to as well, hopefully to further your own progress or at least to understand where the rest of the world is at. Get you, get your head in the game. Word? Big bird? I grew up in church, so I'm like, I'm trying to say the right things to, because some people can like tune out immediately. This is, this is America. You know, everybody's going to have their own opinions. Everybody's going to have their own say-sos, their own thoughts, but just, Stick along for the ride. And if you disagree, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Hit me on Twitter. Let me know. I like a good argument. Always. As long as it's not my wife. I'm good with it. <laughs> I ain't up for that shit. I lose every time. <laughs> I prefer that when you're at work because it's like, ah, oh, well, he's going to be pretty quiet and then he's going to get on his phone and go to the back. Just do your job in between. <laughs> It'll get done. No, but. But, uh, you know, it's the police, church, everything kind of coincides I'm together. I'm self-assured, I'm not mistaken. I think I know what I'm creating. I hear the voices, all of them saying. Anyway, back, back into what we were talking about here. Um, you know, defunding the police. You know, that's been a big topic lately, um, especially, you know, social media-wise, which is, you know, everybody that... that is in America is a media person in some kind of way. Um, so everybody's been, you know, talking about defunding the police and doing this and doing that. What are your guys? I always like to th- start off with your thoughts. I want to know where your mindset is with defunding the police. We'll make it short, sweet, and simple. And then we'll kind of, you know, let, let us know. All right. <laughs> you know, kind of let, let our listeners know where we stand at. And again, I'm probably going to say this the whole podcast. Let us know on Twitter, you know. So, you know, defunding the police, bro. What's, what's, uh, who wants to go first? What's, what's on your, what, what is your thoughts on it? How do you think, you know, how do you, how does your brain process it all? Bim, 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 I think bim. it's a bad idea. Okay. Why though? Why? I mean, I, I think it's, why do you think it's a bad idea? Uh, so I think that the reason, I think that there's not enough training. Okay. As civilians or for if the cops? It, it's, it, there's just a short academy. You're not in there just. Oh, okay. So for the cops. Okay. Kind of like a gun control. Okay. You know, I can go into a gun shop two days, depending on where I go, a couple hours, 20 minutes. I can walk out with a gun. Boom. 
I have a question though. So so, but what is <clears throat> what do you think that defund the police means? To cut them down to to cut them down and their resources. So the proper definition of well, I, I so the definition is what you said, but what the meaning is, I believe, is that they want to place it's the same amount of money. But what they're going to do is they're going to defund by taking some of that money away and and investing it into a different company or a different section that is better at handling those situations that cops can't do. So if you have somebody that is mentally unstable, what defunding is, is that the, the cops would normally go out there and try and de-escalate the situation. What they're doing is they're saying that the cops are not going to go out there. The funds for you to go out there is going to this other group that specializes in mental health issues. And they're going to be the ones to take care of the situation. But in the end, that would still cost more money. You already have, you already have this in place. It just needs to be reinvested to to correct it instead of spending more money somewhere else to get the people that already have some know-how to correct the know-how. But I don't think that I don't think I I mean, I'd have to do the research on it. I don't think that there is going to be more money spent. I think that's the whole reason for defund them. It's we're take the amount of money that we would have paid you for this circumstance that you don't handle the best. We are going to put the same amount of money into another organization that specializes in it, and they're the ones that are going to take care of it. Mm. Mike, drop. Nope, not the Yeti. <laughs> Boom. That's, I just, I mean, th- these aren't even things that, like, I really research. It's the things that, like, I've picked up along the way from, you know, different people that I've listened to and stuff like that. Is that the whole idea of defund the police was taken as something to for like the right to get a hold of. It's nothing that's bad. It's like it's exactly what I said. It's it's taking the money from the because what the police are, they're too stretched out. They they have too many situations that they deal with on a broad scale. And so what the, the whole defunding is, you could even say narrow the priorities of the police narrow the the you know narrow the headache of the police they don't have to worry about all this other stuff because the money that was going to that for them to do something that they weren't specialized in is going to go to another organization organization so so i i I see where you're coming from on that but as you know as taxpayers as we want this we want that when something hits the fan who do you call when somebody steals your car, who do you call? When you need somebody there for you, who do you call? 911. So I see where you're coming from on that, but I feel like so the taxpayers will, you guys have already started this organization. We've put X amount of dollars into it, and now you want to take it away because, you know, the police aren't specially trained. But I think that, you know, if you're, you're putting, you know, personally, I, as a taxpayer, putting money towards something, I want them to be trained in it. You know, why am I putting money towards this? And you guys aren't, you guys are taking it out now because it's not a priority. But you guys wanted money for it. You got money for it, but now it's not a priority. Is it kind of like a trial and error type of deal? 
I think that if you took if you took the priorities away, that would be a big problem too. Think then other things would just continue to escalate. You would have right. more serious problems. Now that's not saying that there are situations that are taken way out of proportion from what actually goes into and that's where the training comes in there's people that just show up to a situation and they hear, hear one person running out oh my god it's this person they're gonna go like right you know if somebody's there by themselves that's all they got but they i feel like the just proper training needs to be had within what they got and of course it'll weed out the bad ones because the bad ones are gonna realize like hey they're after they're onto it they're gonna notice it i got okay you guys are about to hate me, but I'm about to hate you. James, I hope that you're ready. And anybody that agrees with James, I hope that you're ready. So there was this video <laughs> that probably not a lot of people saw, but um, there was, I can't remember what the circumstance was. Um, it doesn't even matter. But these, these black kids were having a uh, little birthday party or whatever in the streets, blah, 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 having fun. The police show up. This dude is running full speed and tackles a 16-year-old. Violent as hell. Has this whole argument, keeps her pinned to the ground. She's a kid. Um, She's a kid. She's pinned to the ground. He's getting the cuffs on her. Like, this dude is cussing in front of her. It's a 16-year-old's birthday party. Yeah, it's the one by the pool, right? I think so. Now, Now, what happened, though, was that this dude... Um, had already, he, he had already been written up and this could be with further training, like you were saying, James, but he had, he had already been written up for certain circumstances like that. But what a lot of people did not hear is that he had just dealt with a suicide situation, the, the call before. And so that's why I'm saying that you have to take the amount of things that are on the, they're human. You have to take all these heavy responsibilities off of the police so that they can do their job. Like if like you have to understand this, like you can't go you can't go from a suicide, you know, in action. It's different if you're over the phone or something like that for those that take the calls. But to be there and having to see their faces and talk to them and go from a suicide to like somebody's got a gun on 8th street or something like that and it's a kids party it's like there there needs to be a break there needs to be another organization that can come in and help them out that's where their rules are supposed to fall in if they're not if they have deal with something like that they're supposed to be taken hey you're done for the day kind of deal take some time off the paid leave and that's where it needs to be corrected within because it like I saw the situation, I didn't know that it went that far that he had those other problems, but there are problems like that. But that's also where the where I agree, agreed with you on the the priorities, though. Kids at a party, a birthday party, a noise complaint in the middle of the day, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. There's some there's some deranged step parent hacking up a kid somewhere and stuff him in a suitcase and carry him across country that's not being paid attention to. Mm-hmm. And you're worried those, about a birthday party, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that they can, you know, they can, you know, the police can be, you know, stressed out and, and doing this and doing that and going to this call and going to that call. But I I do believe you signing up to be a cop, you, you know, like you're going to see some crazy shit. You know, you're going to have some calls where you got to 
you know, learn how to now, not everybody's perfect. And I, I've had calls where I've, it's just been fucking crazy, but you have to be able to control your, your mental side of it, your thoughts about it, everything like that. So in your temperature, you know, especially if you're, you're going on another call and it just keep going and going and going. Like I could kind of see why he lashed out on it is his brain wasn't in the right place. But again, can he be stressed out? Do they need to, take that time off of you know at least you know don't be on a couple calls get your get your shit together and then yeah it's uh, it's all in. mental health but like there's there's somebody else that could have reported that saying he's not the only person in that right. area that is responsible for it so if he's not there then oh well but right. so there's a team but there and there's other people on duty that should just be like all right i haven't had to do this i got yeah. it or this guy's just done this he needs to be in the office doing some yeah. other shit so even something to say even that. even real quick even even like you were saying is that we're talking about defunding the police how do we know that 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 company or that that station isn't being isn't already going through the, the defunding part where officers are quitting um, this one officer was the only one within ten miles. It, of, it can happen anywhere, right? But the, so, the, and that's what I mean. Like they, they should just they take that money and fix within. Like I don't know how long the police academy is, but it, it from what I, I understand, it's like six it's, months. Even, yeah. Probably even nine. I know it's. I mean, mine was only nine because I feel like it is a lot shorter than that. I mean, they're they're. I don't they, think it's that long. I think it's maybe like three four months, maybe. And I'm sure the training is just, here's what you need to know to survive, you know, go out there and do it because they need cops bad. Well, and like one of the things too, while James was looking that up, uh, I remember when, you know, all these black people were getting killed in the streets and all this 26 stuff. weeks. Jeez. Yeah. See, so. It's less than six months. So the, the, I still remember the story being told. They were asking, um, they were asking a vet that was over in Iraq and came back. And they were like, what are your procedures for, you know, for using your firearm? And he pretty much was like, you know, if we saw a, um, uh, another vehicle that wasn't ours coming down the street towards us, I guess that first they have to, they vocally have to try and make communication with what's going on. If there's nothing, then, then they draw their guns and then they still give another vocal warning and then um, if if they proceed, if they don't stop, then that's the only time that they open fire. And I think that that kind of plays into what we kind of need at home, because obviously it's that our, our soldiers at war are better trained to handle the situations that we actually deal with at home. And I think that, again, like what did you say, 19 or 26 weeks or whatever? 26 weeks. I just think, I think that that's too short. Like, imagine everything that these guys have to go through, you know, in the military, being trained before they actually go to another country to shoot somebody, possibly. I think that that is something that needs to be instilled in our country so that we're not killing our own. So I, I looked but, up the, real quick, I looked up the number of the, uh, the shortage in Colorado. It's 61%. And police officers leaving the force. So. But the thing is with police officers, a lot of them are those kids who had to deal with crazy stuff like that, that already have mental problems and that should be seeing help. But <coughs> excuse me, they, they don't, they just try to get the next best thing or they want to continue on that path of helping people or doing right. But really there's, there's something wrong with them. They are a little messed up. I have 
I have the, the answer for all of this. And I'm not trying to sound arrogant at all. But I think that um, just how we have DEFCON 1, 2, and 3, and all this other stuff, and then hurricanes are rated. Okay? Let's institute a very simple procedure in the police force. This call is this many points. It's five points. Suicide, five points. You're, you're, you're already at five. You have to go deal with a possible homicide. That's another four. Once you get to a certain amount for the day, if you hit like 15 or something like that, you hit 12. This officer has done enough today. We will do a quick evaluation, five, 10 minutes once he comes back to the station. And then we're going to send him home for the day. I don't care if it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon, but he's already at 15 points for his calls. He wow. needs to go. Wow. Yo, they might. That's a good ass fucking idea. Didn't they cut out a lot of the codes, though? Because they, people weren't understanding them and they can just talk normal over the radio more yeah, so? Yeah, they don't. They But then again, it's let's get these guys trained. We need somebody out there. You know? It's no, yeah. the same thing as hiring. It should be, it should have, be controlled, and that's the problem. It's not controlled. Yeah, right. it's the same thing as hiring a new employee. It's like, you, like don't get caught up with all the old timers and all that stuff. Right. Obviously, we're, we were doing something wrong. That's the reason that we have this new program. And we're going to institute it. This is the point system. Once you're at 15 points, you have to go home. Period. That's without pay. So make every call good. No, with with pay. Oh. I mean, they kind of earned it. Yeah, with pay. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what what's going on. I mean, it, it just matters the calls, how many points you get. Where where it needs to be to the point to where it's like we care more about the people that are trying to protect us than the ones that they're protecting, if we're being co- completely honest. Because if the ones that are protecting are not doing their job, then everybody's a victim. Wow. And if you play the victim card, you're even more big of a victim. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. No, but I get what you I, I get what you're saying there, and uh, I think that you know they're going to do what they're going to do. Each city and state and department is going to do what they're going to do. But you know, I I support them. Um, you know, I as they say, back the blue because if some shit pops off, I'm calling them. So I'm just letting you know, like they we need them there, um, whether you like it or not. I think at the end of the day. Um, I support them, like I said. You know, everybody has their own beliefs and what they what they think about um, and them. But just respect them. You know, just just do what they say. Ain't nobody bowing down to them. They they're doing their job. You know, and if they don't know you clearly, they only have to think of the worst. You know, you imagine walking up some on somebody you've never met and thinking like, oh, we're gonna have a peachy grand old time, but this dude hates you. And now you're having a freaking gunfight um, with him. But that's my view on it. I really think that uh, they're who you call at the end of the day and you need them, whether you like it or not. And I want everybody to know just real quick that, like, I'm not hating on the police. I had a lot to say, obviously, but um, I'm I'm just saying that I'm not unaware of what the police are or where they were founded. Um, I know all of that stuff. 
um, all the way back to, back in the day to slavery. And w- with that, in 2021, here in June, I'm just saying that that the police can be a good force. It's it has to be maintained and managed like anything else that needs care is what I'm saying. You heard what he said. Take care of him. Why? Albanese, um, is there a second name on it? Albanese, world's best. I can um, 100% agree with that. If you guys want to sponsor the channel, I'm just, I'm just gonna open up just right now. Just go ahead and sponsor us, and um, I mean, good luck with the marketing. I think I can agree to this one. Yeah, but Albanese gummy worms and gummy bears, gluten free, are the best. Gummy worms and gummy bears that you can buy on the market right now. But you got six captives. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is going to shoot down all of our marketing for Albany's. Albany's, hey, we still love you. Let me tell you. And these are pretty fucking delicious. (laughs) They They are great. My cavities are not your fault. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat the sour ones or anything like that. I blame uh, what trolleys. I blame trolleys for that. Go over to the dollar store all the time. Oh, some uh, sour gummy worms. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, why do my teeth hurt now? Like freaking <laughs> killing me. Albany's never did that. And mm. and actually, like whenever my teeth hurt, I was like, you know what? Out of everything that I can eat right now, even something healthy. All of these gummy worms are gone. I gotta get some more. Need them. Sorry about the noise. Why? Oh. <laughs> all of these? You ate all of them already? <laughs> Yo. Woo! There Yo. wasn't even that many there. <laughs> oh. Those things are good. Now they come out all stupid fast. <laughs> all of these are good. They're great. Oh, yeah, because you didn't know how to pour a bag earlier. <laughs> I hope that bag drops in the trash. <laughs> And they dump out. I don't care. <laughs> Even my trash is clean here. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But uh, <clears throat> that's how we all feel about defunding the police. Um, let's, uh, let's jump right over to this uh, church. For me, it's pretty sweet, short, and simple. I believe, you know, I, I went to church. I, you know, I, I currently go to church. I do my thing. And uh, my biggest thing about that whole religion stuff is don't don't try to preach it down my throat. You know, let me believe in what I believe in. I believe that there is a God. There is my God. I, I pray. I talk to him. I You know, it helps me get through a lot. But again, that's my own beliefs. And I know that a lot of people, they don't believe or they have their own thoughts, which is fine. But definitely, you know. Have your own thoughts and beliefs on it if you believe what you believe in. That makes any sense. I agree. <laughs> I mean, there's not much much to say. I don't I don't go to church, but I do believe there is a God and you know, I, I have my, my beliefs and just being a good person. What kind what, well, okay, I guess what kind of God do you believe in? The one with the plan, the one that can fix everything. Give me a name. I want to know where we all stand. Jesus or like, like Jesus, Buddha, 
The, oh, Jesus. 100%. You know? 100%. James? I believe that there's a God God above Jesus. Jesus was just a man. Okay. You do believe that he walked on his earth, though? <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. No, because he's a, a, a God. It's a spirit different than an actual man. I guess I can go. I was prepared for that question. I've heard that one before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, we're going to get it. So this might be an ongoing series about church. Just letting us, you have to let us know on Mm -hmm. Twitter or on IG. Um, Where can they hit us up at? At No Apologies Cast. And Twitter? (laughs) At No Apologies Podcast. Word. So you have to let us know because this is probably, we're going to have a lot to say on this. And um, you have to let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about, and um, we'll keep it moving. But definitely give us our feedback. District manager, us anytime. So, um, <laughs> DM us. All right. But, okay. So, for, for where I stand on church, man, I'm not going to try and hog the spotlight, but I have a lot to say on it. I grew up in church. Okay, um, the short version and where I'll leave it right now is that I grew up there, went to church three times out of the week, and it was just part of the routine. What I can say in hindsight, we can we'll dive into all of this, but you're you're like anybody that is Christian that is listening to me right now, please understand this. I still believe in God. I still believe in Jesus. But Christians, they can really screw off. With every, this this pedestal that, let me rephrase that. Churchgoers. Sorry. Churchgoers. It's a good turn. They can, like that one. They can screw off because, and, and now, again, what, what I'm saying is that I... I'm coming to you as a person that grew up in church. I'm coming to you like I know exactly how you are. I I know exactly what is taught in there. And I don't want you to just tune this out. If you just tune this out, if you just hit pause and then go to another podcast and say, I don't want to listen to this. This is what you are being taught in church is to not listen to anybody else's opinion. And you have no say so on what I have to say. That's why okay. here. Uh-huh. So so everybody that Preach is listening to him, with, 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 a, with Christian ears right now, please mm-hmm. know I'm not trying to piss you off. This is something that you have to listen to. Well. And I have dealt with this. So going back, so I have dealt with this ever since I got out of church is to understand that a lot of Christians hold themselves to another standard in front of people, not to themselves. Mm-hmm in front of people to make themselves feel better because that is what is preached down their throat is a certain way of thinking and a certain way of talking every single Sunday. Yep. Exactly. You heard what he said. He preached it to you. Listen to it. Listen to us, you know, and and you can go to church and you can believe in what you want to believe in by all means. Do your thing. You know what I'm talking about? Do your thuzz, dizzle, wrangle, bang. But, you know, do what you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just don't preach to anybody. No. I don't you like know. the advertisement. Yeah. 
like the Jehovah Witnesses that come to your door and the people that stop you and try to, like, I, I can't it's, do that kind of stuff. It's one thing to, you know, spread the word right. and talk to people, but once, once they say no, you know, don't take, don't raise money from your collection plate to put towards this million dollar sign, in my opinion, you know, that, that, that money could have went to so many other things that you guys raised. There's, you know, homeless people give back to the actual community instead of just putting a big, bright Las Vegas sign. So I have a, that is the truth. That is the truth. First of all, down in El Paso, there's a, a church that I went to where he was literally raising $15 million to buy a new place. Now, legitimately, he needed more seats. Now, on the other side, he was going to make a lot of money. Now, um, one thing that I want to go through, though, I want to know, James, what is your what is your background in religion or in church? Where are you, where are you coming from? I, mean, I went to Sunday school when I was younger and... Shit, man, I think the last time I went to when that that was I was like six or seven, so I was just a kid hanging yeah. out with kids, doing the church thing, you know, no harm, no foul, learning some things. Yeah. Um, but as an adult, I've been a few times, and well, hold on. So when did you stop going to church? When did that get? When to I was that? like six or seven. It, what? So so just six or seven, just just done, and then never yeah. back. No, it was the starting to move around my life all over the world, and so whoever was raising you at the time too, they weren't into it either, and just because obviously this wasn't just your opinion, this wasn't your thought. Yeah, like, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to church no. anymore. No, I'm six, and you know, change my diapers. Do kids still need their diapers changed at six? No, um, okay. No. <laughs> I just, I'm not saying that that was me. I just I don't know kids. But, still pissing the bed. So, so, but there was other info. <laughs> I mean, that's what, I mean, I was fucking six. That's what I was told to do. To not go to church? To go. To go? Yeah. So why didn't you, though? Was it forced on you? Yep. I mean, I was six. So it was forced on you? Yeah. It was like, here, go do this. This is for you. And I said, okay. Me and my brother went to church with all the neighbor kids. That's all it was. Just got to hang out with my friends. Hmm. All right. What about you? Were you forced? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that we, why you uh, don't go now? Hmm? Is that why you don't go to church now? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Um, so growing up, we went to church three times a week. We went uh, Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, and Wednesday for youth group because my dad led the youth group. And uh, what I guess what changed throughout the years is that yes, I was forced my entire life, but it wasn't until I was actually removed from, um, you know, from church to where I was on my own and I wasn't under my parents' influence. And I love them to death. Um, they did nothing wrong. I was the experiment child, right? The firstborn yeah, is accidentally. the one that gets messed up the most. <laughs> so, um, but we went down, so I went down to that Bible college that I was talking about in episode nine, eight, seven, six, five. Two one. Uh, <laughs> so I went down to to there, but at the time, I was still I I had finally reached this point where it's like I can kind of think for myself, you know. Even though we were still in that church atmosphere, I was without the influence of my parents, and I was 
with with that, I was able to kind of start seeing things for what they were. And with my with my own eyes and ears, I started to learn that church is a business. That is that is what it, that's what it comes down to. And they're big. They're big churches too. There's the so the guy that was uh, that I went to like he was a great preacher. Don't get me wrong, he was really good. You didn't have to be paying attention, and you would still hear every single word that he had to say. It was so weird. But at the end of the day, like he even I even remember he came out and he said this. He's like, I can't run church like a church. I have to run it like a business. They have lights to put on. They have people that want to come and see them. They have all these bills to pay. They got, they have staff. So it's like, yes, like you can't, like that's one of the things that I hate the most is when people try and treat a business like a church. It doesn't make any sense. One of the things that pissed me off when I moved here to Colorado, me and my ex, we went to um, this uh, church up the street and we went on Easter because we've never really went. And of course, that's when everybody goes. Balance. And they had a guest speaker. And I've seen this a million times, but as an adult, it finally clicked. <laughs> click, click. So we, yes, click, click all day. So he does his little sermon. We do the tithes and offering and um, they pass the collection plate around. And then at the end, they start praying and doing all this other stuff. And they're like, the, like the Lord wants us to do another offering and blah. After that, I tuned out because I knew what it meant. They had another, they had a guest speaker. They didn't get enough money from the first collection. They didn't have enough to pay him. What <laughs> he had said that he was going to come down to do and They were going to pay him. So they ran a whole nother collection and made it this whole Jesus God wants you to give you, you know, you're all. And if you're not giving your all, then you're guilty, blah, 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 blah. After that, that I trip. was done. I'll that never guilt put money trip. in those plates. See? Never. I just, I, boom, boom. I'm here to learn. I'm not here to give my money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this I'm, is church. This is Jesus. The book of God. A, it's still a building. That's the thing. So one last thing that I'll say, because of course I got a lot to say on this, and we can go on and on, <laughs> but but church in the new te- this is in the New Testament was never a building. It was a fellowship where people gathered around and they talked. Right. There was no lights to put on. It was just a fellowship. And what actually changed that? was Constantine. Constantine was the first person to make a church building with stained glass, so on and so forth, that you have to keep the lights on. Churches, church buildings are not even in the Bible. Wow. Do you think any of our listeners knew that? I'm sure some. Maybe some of them, yeah. I'm, I'm sure some did, and I'm sure that some knew and probably still didn't care. I hope you guys care what we're saying. We're doing this because we love this. We're doing this because we want you to hear this. And I'm looking at you right here because we're doing this for you and for us. And we're not bitter. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. I thought I am. (laughs) (laughs) I am. We're going to, we're going to come back to that. I'm, I'm not a bitter person. It's just, I've learned some things along the way. Um, but I guess that when we come back, ooh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hot one. It's gonna be a hot one. Hot one. A hot one.
do you feel like you have more to say? No, not really. Just just my reasons why is that it, why I don't go is like I said earlier, the church goers. Every time, like normally, I'm good by myself. I could just sit there and just kind of be in the environment, and not you know, <clears throat> be all in all people's business. I, like I'm there to you know better myself. That's the point. But every time someone tries to talk to me, they just ask me if I plan on you know going to hell, burning <laughs> in hell. And it's not even like, hey, what'd you think? And like you no know, real conversation. It's always like, hey. You know, put these gloves on. We're going to take this out in the parking lot because you're, you're kind of aggressive when, when you come off like that. And it's been in different states across the country, the exact same thing. Like, man, like you don't know me or why I'm here. Like, can I can I be here and actually learn? I'm not just going to get baptized walking through the damn door. And that's that's where they get their their business from. The side of it is they baptize you there. Now, I'm sure you feel like you have to stay there at that church and and you know give them whatever they need it's kind of like for me there's church and then there's a god you know i believe in my god i believe in god i don't need to go to church to believe in you know the god i believe in but i you know i still will but again it's not i don't need you to tell me who to believe in what when to believe in it i send this i send that my my god knows me and he knows you know i i talk to him so i don't think that uh you have to go to church to to believe in god so i have a question so um what would so james like what would you say cuz it seems like i'm just taking kind of a read around the room it seems like you're probably the furthest away from where me and Zay would consider ourselves. If you could say anything to like churchgoers of why like you left or what they might be doing wrong to, to actually get people to come to church, to actually make people listen to them. Like, what would you say? I mean, it's been preached before. It's been said before, but birds of a feather flock together and that's where you're going to get your followers. That's where you're going to get those people to come in. And if you meet somebody, you don't have to be so aggressive about it. You don't have to sell it. Uh, like I said, when you, like, you don't do that to people in any other kind of venue or situation. You don't just attack them with the, with the harshness. Just, hey, what's that? Like you're going on about a similar conversation, maybe something that's going on right there. Or the line's too long or this is crazy or walking in through the weather or whatnot don't just attack somebody in any setting. Like they're going to come off pretty defensive and just let people be like, you don't know them like, cool. Yeah. Talk to them, chop it up a little bit, but shit, man, they're, they're they're better themselves. They're not there for you. Some people are there to meet other people, but chill out. Would you say that they, cause this is what I've experienced. Would you say that they kind of, that they do come off as like people on a pedestal? Yeah. Yeah, like they're better than you because you're not baptized or this might have been the first night showing up and all of a sudden you're you're you know, you're the devil. Nah, you, you got me messed up, my guy. You don't know me. That's why I just like Isaiah said, like you, to be in that group is is not gonna control what I believe or who what what God I believe in or anything like that. You know, I I like to be out in the open and just in nature and that's where my thoughts and prayers or moments or whatever you want to call them that's 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 me i think that um and i i 100 agree with you on everything that you said 
I know that we try to create a debate, but um, I, I, I do I do agree with that. And like I had said, like I'm a person that grew up in church. Okay, um, it wasn't until later that th- that that is kind of you know the way that I grew up that that is the mentality of the of the church. It's like like if you've ever seen Fight Club, say I know you haven't. It's fine. <laughs> Damn. But but if you ever seen Fight Club. Tyler Durden in that movie is every single pastor. Yeah. And they don't say <laughs> so over here agreeing that I know he ain't ever seen this movie. But Tyler Durden would give them the craziest things to do and his his followers, like a cult, would follow it blindly. And he was treated as this god. Now, this isn't even... I don't even think that this is a knock on church, especially what the movie meant and everything. But, like, if there is a if there is a vivid picture that anybody that has seen Fight Club and know who Tyler Durden is, that's how I really feel that these preachers are nowadays, is that you're looking, you're looking to follow somebody and you don't want to use your own reason. You want to just use that person so that you are not at fault at anything that you do. You want to be the one that just says, I'm a good listener. I'm a good follower. That's what those 12 disciples were in the Bible. They were just like you see them as as just followers. But what did they do on their own? You know, that's a great question. I was giving a bunch of signs over here to wrap it up, but, you know, I know this is going to be a long subject. Everybody, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk to you. Man, was on the flight deck signaling in a plane or some shit. I know. I was like, we got a B-52 about to land. Like, everybody get out of the way. That was the horse. It's dead (laughs) as hell. No, but like you said before, we're going to have plenty of, you know, more podcasts to come to where they're... You know, this topic will for sure get brought up again. You know, the vaccine topic will for sure get brought up again. Um, that's just the the part of the No Apologies podcast is we talk about any and everything. Whatever's on your mind, we talk about it. So don't think that you were getting cut off, but you were. But I just want to, since I hogged some of the space, and I, I know that we talked about it a little bit, what else is on every everybody's mind that they want to get out on the subject tonight? You need to get a priest in here because this place is fucking haunted. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I saw you looking over there like there was a mouse loose or something. Like I'm just like I normally just sit here and listen and try to grasp what's being said so I don't sound like a jackass when I talk. There's just a spot that just flew by and there's no flies in here, or fucking nothing, moths or. And then it was over here. Oh, <laughs> when I said priest, it was just right there. I ain't sleeping with no ghosts. I ain't drinking over here anymore. The altitude up here is different. Hey, I I don't mess with ghosts. If anybody listened to that one episode, I don't mess with Look, ghosts. Your pop's already cut I've the already cut it off. I've heard things. Ghosts. I've seen them again. <laughs> I don't do ghosts, man. No way. No, Taylor gave like a vivid description of a very great storyteller. Very and great. Listen to nobody that has an Android. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is way too real. And now y'all trying to bring that into my house in the name of Jesus? No. 
Amen. 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 You might want to bring somebody official in here, though. No. Hey, it doesn't happen except for when you guys are in here. So I think that y'all need to, y'all motherfuckers need to pray. Oh, I pray. I pray every day. James, you're the one that's saying all that crazy shit. <laughs> I don't have this problem Jesus. in my house. <laughs> don't bring that into mine. I'm trying to, hey, I, I, I still sleep. <laughs> I'm not saying that I sleep with the lights on, but I sleep with my TV on for since forever. And I'd be damned if there's like a bunch of flies that start landing on the TV or something like that. James, Some I would be pissed at you. <laughs> be like, Lord of Flies, go down. I know where he lives. Nope. I will give you the GPS. Nope. Borrow my this phone. The demons that you've had in here before, not me. I'm tell you what, I don't have these problems in my house. Mm-mm, don't bring them in here. Never. They wait in your car. They're like, oh, we're going up to Brandon's? <laughs> oh, it's funny, though. I catch a ride? had this one picture of my car. We're sitting in front of my car, and you could see, like, a little uh, little doll sitting in the back seat. What? And once Annabelle? It was, and once it was shown to me, like, I tried to go back and see it, and it's not there anymore. What the fuck? I mean, my life has been exercised of demons, let me oh. tell you, but mm-hmm. I tried to go back and look at said picture, and it was like, um, almost looked like a little elf. Like a little elf toy. Oh, the, the long legs and the bumps. What the fuck? I don't. Oh no, I don't know. Alright. <laughs> I don't do this shit. Nope. nope anyway, anyway, it, it's it's no apologies podcast. You know, it. You may get goosebumps. You may get a laugh. You may I'm shed a tear. Stressed out. You may be stressed out. But uh, of course, you know we we do appreciate all of our listeners and everybody that continues to listen day in and day out. Always staying tuned on Fridays for that latest drop, asking us where our, our you know, our podcast is for that week. We try to stay on board with it. Um, again, it is a podcast and we all have a life outside of this. So, And we will uh, one day have somebody that goes by the name of The Coat. Yeah. There's a legendary, legendary story that yes. needs to be told yep. and heard for... All the children. Yes. All Everybody. Children of all ages. Old, this young, is so, dead. So history books. It needs to be followed. Like the good word said. <laughs> Get your coat, man. So, Cole, when you hear this, I want you to give us a call and let us know when you're ready to be on it. No bullshit. Even a phone interview. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can even call you. Yeah. Brother. Brother. <laughs> we can even call you, my nigga. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> After every time we hang up, I'll be like, all right, my nigga, keep it real, my nigga. He's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> You'll even hear his employees in the back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Right. But uh, again, make sure you follow out. You follow and check out. Fallout boy? I was trying to put Fallout and check out together. It didn't work. Fall check? Fall check out. Fall out. check out. Hooligan cups. And cu- <laughs> Sorry. It's that concussion kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. We are not going to talk about that right now. Anyway, make sure you go check out Hooligan Customs with a K. Um, I do got to shout my wife out, though. She is doing her own little thing. Um, Ohana Mama. My Ohana Mama. Check her out. Hit her up on mama? Ohana Mama, nigga. Oh. What the? I ruined it again, my bad. You did. You did. Now she's going to listen to this and be like, fuck Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say it like two or three times. I was like, I'm not going to say nothing. And they said it another time. I was like, 
Haunted Mama? What are oh, we Haunted doing? Mama on IG. Oh. Check her out. And, uh, you know, we we appreciate it, guys. I mean, you guys want to give any shout-outs to our followers out there? Um, follow me at, uh, again, the first person to, like, reply on my Twitter at NAC Brandon. And tag at No Apologies Cast in it. Yes, that stands for No Apologies Cast, Brandon. Um, the first person to do so gets something free in a few months after they DM me, and I finally check it. If you DM It'll be my birthday again next year, I'm sure. <laughs> Just letting you know, you you can do that now and then just like have an extra present later. All he has to do is turn notifications on. It's a little notification when it takes right to it. By by then, we might be famous and we might be able to afford it. Then you ain't getting shit. Yeah, and you ain't getting a damn (laughs) thing. Take your own own chance. You only get one shot. If not, it's your chance to blow opportunity, man, within a lifetime. Oh. Okay. Anyway, we appreciate you guys listening here at the No Apologies cast. Make sure you stay tuned for many, 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 many more to come. Let us know what you guys think. Again, we appreciate all of our listeners out there. You got your boy Zay. You got your boy Funky Boy B. And you got Lazy McChunk, Dr. J. We out. Peace. Also, too, guys, don't forget we are going to be on YouTube here very shortly. We are doing um, videos now. So videos, um, core, what's the word? What's the word? Videos and podcast. What's the Coraline? Coraline? Cor- Coraline? That's my favorite movie. Okay, perfect. <laughs> There'll be Coraline together. <laughs> be, no, I'm just kidding, guys. They'll be put together. Um, again, make sure you stay tuned for our YouTube. We are going to be doing a, quite a few giveaways um, when that YouTube video does drop. So you want to stay tuned. You want to throw in them at No Apologies on Twitter because it's free shit. Who doesn't like to get free shit? And it's from No Apologies. And we might be gone for a week or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a heads up because... Uh, under construction. N- under construction. No, none of us know how to do this. So. No. You are you are witnessing us just trying to figure it out as we go. But so. that's what life's about, taking risk. I don't know how to, is, is anybody going to die? Yeah. It's just trying to figure <laughs> shit out. But it's not rocket science. You worked with you? If I was Elon serious. Musk, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, stay tuned for it. Much love to you guys. Be safe. Make smart decisions. Make bad decisions. Make some smart decisions. Make smart decisions. You gotta learn some way. Yeah. Make dumb decisions so that you get smart. Make yep. a decisive decision. There you go. Okay. Uh, don't even make one of those. Don't make any decisions. Just <laughs> just make just do something and then find out later that it was a choice and know that you messed up. Wow. And call Brandon when you need to be bailed out of jail. District manager me. <laughs> All right, y'all. Much love to you. Keep it real. We out.